Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two Teas in a Pod with Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge. So we're getting started and, you know, we're just another episode of Two Teas in a Pod and we're starting and we're a little revved up. You're a little revved up. Well, because here's the thing. So one of our producers on the show. Who's 25. She's 25 years old. She wore this. Adorable adorable beautiful like she's so cute. not that you're not but she wore this really good outfit for her birthday and i love the post so i said on our group chat i said um can i borrow it it's like dental floss it's like dental floss across the nipples and a dental floss for the skirt hold on it's got way more fabric than ariana's outfit she's not that much younger than i am but tamra is now age shaming me and telling me <laughs> that i cannot wear this to the neon festival no, because you're 40. One, I'm, two, whatever. I'm 41. I mean, it's already embarrassing enough that I'm still going to the Neon Carnival, which for those of you guys that so don't So you're just going to really lean into it and, and borrow a 25-year-old's outfit. Yeah. So, but just to give you guys history, th- they're so strict to get into this. It's a party at Coachella. It's my husband's favorite thing. It's where he wants to celebrate his birthday at the neon thing. It doesn't even start till midnight. Y'all know me. Oh, hell no. Um, But they make you go. And get your wristband on days in advance. Show your ID, like proof of DNA. Wait, so wait a minute. I have a question. Yes. Do you have to wear neon colors or is it just neon? You don't have to wear anything, but like. Well, clearly you don't have to wear anything. That's why you want to borrow the the outfit. Purple nudity would be actual perfection for me. Like that. I I feel like that's pretty good. I don't think think Edwin's going to like that outfit on you. Edwin is go back in the room, put your big girl clothes on. Listen, Edwin is actually fine with the outfits. This is what he's not fine with. And you can tell me if Eddie's the same in regards to any jealousy stuff. Okay. So for me, because it made me think of it when we were watching Jersey, when they sent a picture of Danielle's boob to Joey and he recognized it wasn't her boob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Edwin is normally cool with whatever I wear. The one thing that he finds is like the ultimate disrespect is if like we're holding hands and I were to look at somebody else. 
Well, of course, I think anybody would find that very disrespectful. That's but I learned that the hard way when we first started dating. Well, why are you looking at other guys when you're with them? I'm not, but occasionally your eyes will wonder. And I say the same thing, but like that to him, that was his one thing. He's like, listen, I don't care. You can tell, you can tell me celebrities are hot. You can play Mary fuck kill. You can, you can do all of these things. Oh, Eddie does not like Mary fuck kill. I learned that in Vegas. Does not. You do you. You wear whatever you want. This is coming from a woman who at the MTV awards took her, um, her safety pin off and then her tits fell out. Well, so, you, know, you know, I didn't take the safety pin out. It was like sequence. It's very stiff. It bust open. It wasn't like a proud moment, but thank God I wasn't on stage. Well, I mean, worst thing. Well, I mean, the world has seen my boobs. So, I mean, who am I to talk, right? I mean, I don't know. Being if a we... little hypocritical. It's fine. It's, you know, we that's who we are, Tam. We're hypocrites. I know. I, that's and... what's what makes a good housewife. You know, that's what we, we, we thrive with being hypocritical. I know. You wear whatever you want, sugar tits. I am fine Listen, with if there's a way that Kendall can get me that little outfit, I'm going to try it on and at least post a picture in it and be like, told you, Tam, it works. I, I, it will look great. I just feel like... Um... Do you think this is a similar outfit? Just like this? Sweats that yeah, I've had I, on multiple days? That's what I wear every single day. I, Sweats I, and a tank top. Sweats in a tank top. I put a bra on today just to keep it classy. Yeah, went on today um, too. You do? Yeah, I never wear a bra. Me neither. What's the occasion for you? Um, I was supposed to go somewhere right after this, but um, I've decided I'm not going. We were going to go to the Harley dealership for me to ride this one particular bike, and it's raining out, and I don't want to ride it in the rain, so not going. Um, I so I can it. take my bra off. <laughs> You know, you put a bra on for nothing. But I second that you should not be riding motorcycles in the rain. No, 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 no. Okay, not at all. So, what's been going on with you? What's new? Well, I mean, I've talked to you. Nothing. We, you know, we other than this clothing choices. The only thing that's really new here is the fact that we are still being infiltrated twenty four seven by Scandaval. I'm so over it. I mean, every day it's a new scandal. Something else is going on. I know. What I mean, the, the whole Howie Mandel interview, all of that. Um, all I could think while I was watching it is like, this is this looks like how my dad was on Watch What Happens Live. Like he has no clue who the players are. Right. He's did totally you watch, lost. Did He's you solely- watch the whole interview? No, I couldn't. I couldn't force myself. Uh, right. I've only I watched some really long clips and um, yeah, how he had no idea what he was doing. Andy blasted his ass on Watch What Happens Live. The key parts that we took from this interview, other than Howie Mandel, not even knowing who Sheena is or any of the pivotal information of the show is some of the things that Tom Sandoval said, which I don't know. These are the highlights, the bullet points. Yeah. Of what was important in this interview. Yeah. He had already broken up with her two weeks earlier. And I told her, listen, we don't have to post anything on social media. Like, let's talk through this. He alleged on Tuesday's episode of Howie Mandel Does Stuff podcast. He then went on to say she was in denial, then showed up at his concert and found his phone. Okay. Okay. Let's break that down. So I heard that he dropped his phone on stage and somebody picked it up and handed it to... Ariana, whether or not this is true or not, 
I personally don't care. Yeah. Like if you made a mistake and you cheated on your significant other, just say, I fucked up and I'm sorry. I actually you know think what? he did say that in the interview because I have been seeing people give him props for his interview that he came out. And he was very open and honest and said he screwed up. He had anxiety. He was shaking. He he felt like sick. They're talking about it. That's what Howie said. So Well, of course, that's what Howie said. Howie hasn't been watching this season where he's been blatantly <laughs> throwing it in Raquel's face. I mean, throwing Raquel in Ariana's face. face. Yeah. Like, I I personally, I, I, I just think there's nothing after a cheating situation. No. When it comes out, there's nothing to do other than apologize. Okay. And you don't need to try to make the other person seem crazy or unhinged or I'm any of those gonna things. I'm going to ask you an unpopular opinion. What? Because there's a lot of people that are out there. Not a lot, but people out there saying this is so hypocritical because they have all screwed around with each other. Every single one of them is screwing someone else. And then one screwing this one's girlfriend, this one, this one, and this one, that one. Like, why is this one so much bigger deal than anything, all the other scandals that's happened on that show? Um, I think because Ariana's so well-liked. That's what I think, too. I, I she's think she's just so sweet, so cute. So I think people really like her. I think um, because of that and because we haven't openly seen, like, this really, like, dark side of her. Like, Kristen, we had already seen lots. Of, when, when all that cheating happened, yeah. there was already a lot of, like, negativity surrounding her. Okay. So it wasn't a big shocker. Or Jax or any of that stuff. But even the fact that I'm siding with Jax... Is problematic. I just like, like Jax. <laughs> I thought we just saw the the last of him a few years ago. No, but people would say the same thing about me. But we keep coming back, <laughs> cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like to be called a gnat, Tam. I don't like a gnat. Well, that's what people call me. Um, all right, but anyways, the it, this is a very long headline, but, but continuing on the timeline. Do we care? I, I don't care. I mean, it really started... easy. This all went down at Guy's Night. Now, that is the same night that Ariana's dog died. Now, mm -hmm. instead of going home and consoling her, he was making out with Raquel all night well, long, they said. It and, was and magnetic, he said. Ma I, I can't. I, I, let them do whatever it is that they want to do. What I also want to bring up is everybody's focusing so much on this that no one's focusing on how disastrous of a situation it was with Tom Schwartz and Raquel and Katie. Like, why did he need to go seek out Katie and say to her, you know, like, why provoke her at this point? You've just yeah. made out with Raquel. Clearly, just let her eat her damn sushi. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, he <laughs> ate, he even took a bite of her sushi, like quit being, trying to be the cute, funny, nice guy. Uh, I read that he has anxiety and I have anxiety as well. And that's why he w wore the things because when he's nervous, he touches his face and I, I get it. But we do you all get have, it? <laughs> but do I get having get anxiety. Yeah, I, but yeah, but you, you're not a lion cheating person. So you know what? If, don't add that to your anxiety because it's not going to help. You and don't try any. to be cute when you are being an asshole. Just say, I'm an asshole and I felt like it and it felt mm -hmm. good. And I'm not married to you anymore so I can do what I want. Go kick rocks. I'm fine with that. But don't yeah. try to be beloved when you're being a dick.
But of all people to interview him, Howie Mandel, first of all, I didn't know how he had a podcast. The shade. Well, I didn't. I didn't know he had a podcast. <laughs> well, now you do. And then why on God's earth is he wanting to interview? You For know, this very reason. All of us are hot. talking about him now. Well, why didn't we get the damn interview? I'm pissed. I'm also Jeez. pissed. Stassi. Hello. 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 Wait, did Saucy uh, do an interview too? She did. An oh, interview. for the love of God! I know. For, I, what do That's I? That's your girl. I, I know. Oh. And she even apologized to me on the gram for not being at Deb's birthday because she was protecting her secret pregnancy because she wasn't at the time where she could announce it yet. Like, but then you went on with no filter with Zach. But we like him, so congrats to you on getting the interview. Stassi was trending. Um, she's another trender whether she's on trending. the show or not. I love trending. I know. It's so funny. I, I don't even know when I'm trending, how I'm trending, and what it even means, to be honest with you. It means that people Zero are talking Fox. about you. Zero and it, people are talking about you, and you're not even a part of it. Oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, the next one is Melissa Gorga and Andy Cohen called out by fans over testy exchanges on Watch What Happens Live. After Andy said he doesn't see a resolution for Melissa and Teresa at the reunion, she said, that's fair because you're not a therapist, right? You're not certified. I'm just saying, I don't know. Are you? Um, Andy responded, no. But after 16 years of fucking doing this, I think I have some idea of what I'm doing. Well, first he said, oh, don't check my credentials. Oh, yeah. I, go check. I mean, yeah. No, like, what? You checking my credentials? And then said, you know, I've been doing this for 16 fucking years. He doesn't cuss on his show. So to me, I went, I took that as, oh, uh-oh. And then Joe Gorga in the audience like this. It's not over. It's not done. It's family. And he's like on his phone. And I'm well, like, he not, both of them aren't dummies. They're like, where's that? We're not losing our paycheck because you think that we can't figure this they're out. They're not losing their paycheck, period. They the, they are the show. The Gorgas and Teresa and now Louie, they are the show. Let's make that clear. They mm. have been. Well, I mean, it's an ensemble cast, but I don't see it happening without the two families no it's not happening without the two families but people but what I, I do have great information for west coasters BravoCon is headed to las vegas Woo! that's now that is gonna be a shit show i know somebody just asked us they're like what are the twats doing a live podcast from oh uh, my uh, god teddy i can arrange that i have a pr person in vegas that can put us up somewhere and we can do a party, like our own party, after hours party. Oh, my gosh. So you're saying if so if we don't get hired <laughs> BravoCon <laughs> this year, we have a backup. <laughs> we got a backup. We got a backup, baby. So you're saying and there's a chance. There's a chance. Now, Caesars Palace is hosting this, from what I understand. Am I correct on that? Is that where the Vandergarten is? Or yes, whatever? that's what I was saying. That's That was my next sentence, that that's where Vanderpump's restaurant is. I can imagine what's going on there. Um, Does Oliver still work at Vandergarden? Uh, I have no idea. Well, probably. Because I saw he did an interview where he said, um, le you know, everybody should lay off Raquel a little bit. Yeah. So but then Bravo it came. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. BravoCon is headed to Sin City for its third annual convention, November 3rd through 5th at the Caesars Forum. So you guys, I recommend getting your hotel rooms now.
They are promising more VIP experiences, behind-the-scenes access to best of all things Bravo. The affair will once again bring Bravo-holics and Bravo-leverties together from around the world for a series of epic events, unfiltered moments, jaw-breaking revelations, and lifelong connections. Like some of the ones Tam and I made last year. Ted, Teddy, I don't even remember last year. <laughs> The fact that there's only been three BravoCons and it feels like there's been 333 BravoCons. I'm like, didn't we just go to BravoCon and we're talking about it again? But November 3rd through 5th. So that's exciting. I mean, exciting for us because it's close. It's an hour flight from our house instead of having to go to New York. I'm sure that uh, Bravo is going to save a lot of money on uh, transportation because things were at different areas and different hotels and they had to show oh, us all over the place. Oh, I think it's going to be so much easier for everybody. And there's so easier, much more space. Yeah, easier Make for the more quick. talent, easier for um, uh, people that are buying tickets. So, And it much bigger, too, I would imagine. Um, much bigger. Well, so, speaking of things that are speaking of what somebody that wants something bigger. Somebody that wants something bigger, that would be Lisa. Lisa from Miami saying that her salary is woefully insufficient to care for her kids in this page six article. She's saying that her salary is not good enough. So now she wants the plastic surgeon to pay alimony. The reality star star filed new court documents in which she says her part time employment on the Peacock series is not enough to pay for her and her kids' lifestyles. Documents filed on October 2022 said she only earns 30000 an episode. Um, Lenny has significant and substantial asset and earns millions of dollars a year as a successful plastic allergen. 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 He's a allergen. great allergen. He's allergen. Um, well, you know, guys, to break it down, 30000 an episode will roughly be around $550,000 counting how many episodes she did. Um, that's, I get what she's saying. She's used to a certain lifestyle and I don't know how the divorce laws are in Miami, but you know, or here it's like whatever you're accustomed to. So uh, if you, you've had a great lifestyle with your husband. He's got to make up the difference. So, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much, unless you have a prenup, it is 50% of anything that was earned yeah. during that time of your marriage. Yeah. But um, I don't think that, that her saying that. $30,000 an episode, a half a million dollars can support her and the kids because there's people that make a lot less than that and have more kids than her. So I can imagine people. Listen, I, snubbing I, I think she should get whatever it is that she's owed and deserved. Yeah. But I need, sure. I need her to chill a little bit on the filters. I love a filter. It's just, it's an unrecognizable <laughs> human being at this well, point. Well, here's the like, thing with filters. You're not fooling anybody but yourself because everybody like, can see the Hollywood five filters. Now we can Hollywood five, um, but then you got to press five. If you do one to two, it's passable. You still have pores. Yeah. You and still have nostrils. Pores. Yes. <laughs> just do, just, just put it on Instagram and do a slight swipe to the left. Just, just do a Paris. You, yes. Just, and it does, gives you a nice little, you know, blur all of your body. But not oh my too gosh. Bad. And before y'all come for me, the filter is called like Paris. I'm not talking about Paris Hilton. Yeah, yeah. It's Calm your Paris. tits. Calm your tits, ladies. Oh my gosh. Let's take a little break and come back and talk about Jersey. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. 
It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, I just did an, so we are back to talk about Jersey. I just did an Instagram poll. To oh, see. you did? What was it about? It was. Who do you like better, Tamara or Teddy, right? Is yeah, that your poll? Was, everyone was like, Teddy, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Love her. Fan <laughs> favorite. <laughs> Ovs, favorite twat. Oh, we got presents, oh. by the way. And Tamara called me to brag that she was the favorite twat. And then my notes. Well, I didn't call to brag, <laughs> asshole. By the way, I love that, that name, asshole. Cause asshole? Because Marge called uh, Danielle asshole. In the, I love it. I just love that word. Um, by the way, I did not call to brag. Do not I exaggerate. Know, I read the note and I said, to my favorite twat and I oh maybe I shouldn't have told you that and then she got the same present to my favorite twat but Whitney thank you so much for the present that's oh. so sweet of you I love Whitney but back to uh Jersey it's what do you guys think is worse being called a rat or being called a bitch or being called garbage so I could only fit two on the poll. Uh, so you know what? I think kids. they're all pretty bad. I don't think that I'd really want to be called any of them. But rat, you know, I get called Tam Rat once in a while on the, I, on, the uh, on the gram. They've called me Tam Rat. So, <laughs> uh, but you know what? I don't really care what other people's opinions are. They can go fuck themselves. 
But um, Danielle calls Rachel a rat for trying to screw her relationship up with Margaret. Um, but Dave Quinn tweeted a picture of Danielle and said, no, that's called a housewife. <laughs> it's not a rat. It's a housewife. So do your homework, Danielle. When you're repeating something to somebody that was said on camera, that's called doing your job, not called a rat. Well, speaking of pissing off Danielle, do we think that Heather Gay got her ultimate girls trip outfit confessional from um, Bougie Kids pop up? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I know. I hate to make fun of fashion because I've had so many fashion faux pas, but, you know, that just wasn't a good look, Heather. You've done so many great interview looks and that, that I. I have no words for it. I don't even know where you bought it. Uh, well, we, I know, I know. Well, we, we, we start the episode with all of these different things, the pop-up, the clothing. Um, yeah. Then we get to, we get to the good part, which Ed well, Bessler talks about bone and Tony Soprano. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> this is a shit I like to hear. This is the what I like to hear, but something Can felt... you just tell us who you boned? Just tell us. I know you just I can't. Cut... Yes, okay, you can. Okay. No, He's still I absolutely... alive. So he <laughs> is still alive. No, that's also what I was going to say. I won't even share who mine is because it's a it's somebody big and I don't feel it's appropriate. But I know you like press. This will get you a lot of press. I know it will, <laughs> but I don't need that kind of press. And I don't oh. even put that on somebody else that I had a one night stand with. It wasn't like we dated. He was you guys super just into slide me. into he my DMs in one time. One time. Was it worth the stick? Yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. it's good for it. So, hey, guys, just, just slide into my DMs. I'll tell you who it is. <laughs> no. But I, I actually didn't love that she shared who it was because he's passed away. My question is, do you think it's crossing a line to share somebody who has passed away that you've had sex with on a television show without their permission? I do. Well, I don't care. I so, want to hear it. I want to hear it. Fine. But I, I want to I want fine, it. then I want proof. Send me a picture. Yeah, so Jen Fessler talks about how she became a talent agent after college and had sex with James Gandolfini. She met him before Sopranos and said he was the one who got away even though he was never really there. That part I was think funny. She, I think she's I, hilarious. I she also said the one thing they did is he did put it in me. You know what? Good. Golf yeah. claps. I think yeah. that she is uh, a good housewife. I think she's going to be a housewife next year. Um, well, compared to some others, yes, I agree with that. Um, I do think that she is, she's, we're going to see more and more of a, a less fun side to her as it continues on, but I like that. Um, but can we, before we even get to Ireland, can we talk a little bit about what Bill is doing in the pool house. Is it porn? Is it secret only fans account? Is it waxing his chest hair? Oh, you think he's just jacking off? I don't know. <laughs> but like, oh my God. I'm just, I'm just, we don't know, Bill. We don't but know, Bill, what he's doing in there, but he doesn't want that time taken away from him. But why did he need to pretend it was golf? And then Jaden called him out on it. She's like, you don't golf. I just want to round our kids. But I thought that was an actual. But here's the thing. If you have to force your man to spend time with you or force your man to do something or force your man to even come into the house and spend time with your kids, that's a problem. That's a red flag. But I think it's also delusional, not that you're delusional, but delusional to not think there are times in a relationship that ebb and flow. 
Like oh, there are sure. times oh, yeah, yeah, where I get that. I'm like, Edwin, you're absolutely not working on Saturday. This yeah. is your priority as a father, as a husband. This is what we're doing. And he needs those boundaries or else he'll be like, oh, I'll just work till noon and then we'll do that. That's a big difference than saying my husband is working all day, then comes home and sits in the pool house all night. Well, because there's a difference. I'm not bossy. (laughs) I'm a boss. (laughs) So he listens. But it's taken years to get to that point. Yeah, but your husband loves you and, and wants to be around you and wants to be around the kids as well. It's not. I mean, I'm not saying that that Bill does not want to, but the way he acted in that conversation kind of feels was like stoned. he doesn't want to. It seemed like he was stoned, allegedly, and that he was like, but you know what? I do feel like he's but op- he did- he's opening up more and he's having these conversations and he's doing these, um, you know, it's usually the packing scenes and things like that where they want the husbands to come in or somebody to come in. In this case, it was Marge's dog because she didn't have anybody to come in there at one point. I think it was, was it Marge that had the dog in there? Even her dog shaded her outfit. I, 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 it cracked me up because I've had to do that before. Because know, there's been nobody in my house and they're like, okay, we're going to do a packing scene and there's nobody to call. And I'm like, come on, Bronx, come in here. You want to pack with me? No, there's like one packing scene where me and Celeste <laughs> works with me. She's like sitting on my luggage. We're like zipping it up. And it's like, why do you need to show this? Like, this is I unnecessary. Know. Um, I know. Okay, but then we go to the castle. They go to Ireland, which right. I already feel like is going to be problematic. But I, I can, t- I have a, I have a hot tip. Don't what? tell anyone. Okay, well, know who's haunting the castle? Howie Mandel. Laura. Oh, Laura. <laughs> Laura. I have never seen them talk about somebody <laughs> so much that's not on the show. This woman, I mean. I need to follow her on Instagram because I need to see if she's. Oh, I checked. It. She follows me. Hi, Laura. Oh my <laughs> Just God. checking in. I didn't follow back though. Cause you know, I have respect for Marge. Well, yeah, exactly. But I mean, <laughs> this woman's loving every ounce of it. I would imagine. Um, but take it from someone who brought up a storyline that happened off camera. It doesn't a, work. Doesn't work. It doesn't work. That's I why learned I, the hard way. Stop it. Yeah. That's why I don't like bringing up stuff that happened off camera. It's because it makes it very hard to make sense. Um, but then we get down and my favorite part is, I don't know if this is at the lunch or the dinner or whatever, it all looks the same in the castle to me, um, where Jennifer just openly admits to leaking information to the coffee reader. I don't think that she, I know, that's funny. <laughs> but I don't so think good. she openly admitted. I think Teresa kind of ratted her out, didn't she? Well, I mean, she kind of just laughed out. She's like, why? I mean, we had to recap the night before. But that right there is why Janaden is a good housewife. Because she, she doesn't take it. herself so seriously. So serious, when you yeah. really think about it, she has, granted, others outed her. And then she had to talk about the affair. But she's talking about the affair. She's talking about the struggles in her life that yeah. are relatable. She's a great housewife. She, she really is. gives funny shade. Great, but... She makes fun of herself. Like, even in yeah. the moment, she's like, oh, my God, I don't know. Could I have said that? I w- Well, here's the thing. If you just openly admit it and say it, nobody can argue with you yeah. about it. They can call you an asshole. But other than that, you know what? It's done. Um, it gets a little bit more assholey as we go on, um, because then our gal, Danielle, uh, is pushing Jen Aiden to get the information. Jen says she's not going to say it. But then, of course, says it. Oh, you're, ta- say oh it. you're talking about the making out. 
the Melissa. But this whole thing where Laura told Jennifer and Teresa oh, that Margaret so told her that a guy that works at local Costco sold a hot dog to a guy who knew a guy who opened the door. Right. Well, I'm like, stop. It's too much. If but you don't you, have photo then, evidence of this makeout, I I don't want to hear it. Or at least a text exchange between yeah, two people. A text or someone that looks like Karen. When you have a text exchange, that says it all. But Jennifer says she doesn't want to be a hypocrite by revealing this because it happened to her family, but then goes ahead and reveals it. She like let a good Danielle say the housewife. Word. You know what? Why does Danielle believe this right away? Danielle's realizing she's been jacking up her whole first season of Housewives. And she's and like, then, I better get myself involved. Yeah. And then Teresa obviously believes the rumor. We know why. I mean, she just wants to find anything negative she can about Melissa. Yeah. I mean, it just continues on about then, like once. But get I love. The- but Jennifer tells Danielle not to say anything. But deep down, you know, she's going to say she, something. She's like, she just bird. can't wait. She's waiting I for the perfect bird. moment. She's like releasing her little baby dove into the housewives world. Like, let this fall on you, my friend. When she says it, I I anticipate like fireworks going off. (laughs) Oh, did I say that out loud? (laughs) Well, then they go to dinner and one, I need some specific, what is the word? Specific, specificity. No, damn it. Oh, oh, wait, say it. Specific. What? No, it's specificity. Specificity? Yes. I what think the hell does the that mean? I w- I need you to be specific. When you say wear Just the color that. green. Why do you have to say specificity? Well, because I like to struggle. Um, Because you but, like to sound stupid. Yes. Well, Just dumb it down. That and you knows. didn't even know what that was. Well, you don't even know how to say it. Well, you know what? Sometimes. So you're not any better. I know. If we I should, was, would we, we be should, doing this podcast? We should learn <laughs> a big word once a week and use you it. You know what? I used one today. So I, I said juxtaposition. Oh, but either way. When doing an event and somebody says wear green, I need more specifics. I want to know what color green. I didn't like the army green. I didn't. I felt like some people half-assed it. You can't wear denim. No. Green top. No. Who had on the bright green? Like the, like the. like Marge. Irish green. Marge, right? That's the green we need to see. I don't want to see any other greens. And if you're going to try to pull off a half-assed green with an army shirt or whatever. Yeah. And a Gucci belt. No. Okay, so one thing you don't like is when housewives repurpose a saying on different franchises. Did you catch the one on this episode? I don't know that I did. Somebody stole Shannon's line. What'd they say? Well, I don't, I don't watch Orange County. Okay, top of the morning. Uh, top of the morning to who you. Who said it? Melissa. No, Melissa. Yep. Top of the morning. And that's where Shannon, that's where we started saying it. Um, it was so funny when we were in Ireland once Shannon was going, there was three of us in like this little store and we're like top of the morning. And we're like with the accent. And then there was some locals there. These dumb Americans, <laughs> they oh, were making, my... they were making fun of us. Show me the lie. And then we look the at lie. them and we go top of the morning to you. <laughs> well, I learned a new word. Um, speaking of big brains, limerick. And I wrote a couple for us. Okay. I wrote one for you. Okay. There once was a girl from OC who also is one of the T's. She's on the pod, you know, and with her orange in tow. She's soon to be back on TV. Oh, I love that. Thanks. Thanks. I did it with minimal help. I love that. (laughs) Minimal help, my ass. (laughs) Did Did you write one for you too? I didn't. I was hoping you could pull one out of a hat. 
out of my ass, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, not happening. <laughs> but uh, there once was a girl named Teddy. Lots <laughs> of people say, go to Betty. <laughs> she went back she wants back on TV. And some people say, no way. No, I see I can't. No. Okay, but here's our Jersey one. Ready? We can okay. read it together. There once a New Jersey cast with a feud they couldn't get past. And with the same storyline for a year plus nine, this season could be someone's last. <gasps> that gave me chills. Wait, did you did, did you make that up or was that one of them they said? No, you made that up. <laughs> I made that one. Up. Oh, I can't. I maybe <laughs> Ther- Teresa made that one up about <laughs> Melissa. No, they were so, but oh, who was it? Jen Aiden said something funny like, well, of course, so-and-so is not the funny one in this group. And actually that made me, Jen Aiden said a couple like, zingers and her confessional yeah. this episode that i audibly laughed out loud she's and I was actually like, pretty funny i i couldn't figure out if it was the gummy but i was like this i am living my best life at the end of this episode um watching Teresa not take any accountability and then watching melissa try to do the right thing because it's melissa's day and i was like this never works it can never be anybody's day on housewives yeah it's yeah. your day to get fucked no matter what yeah um how about uh, Melissa's face when they start talking about uh, the wedding and the bridesmaids and she just sits there and she keeps it together. I, you know what I would like to see? I would like to see Melissa be more vocal about this. And I think where the reason she's not is because her, their family. And I think she really does want to fix things. And if she says one thing sideways, Teresa's going to take it to a whole nother level. I think she knows that when push comes to shove, like, yeah, Joe and and Teresa need to try to maintain some sort of thing. Yeah. Because if not, I feel like Melissa could come with some better zingers. Yeah. But- I just feel like Melissa's the middle person between uh Joe and Teresa. Yeah. And she's it's a tough job to have. But um how about when Jennifer chimes in and says Melissa was invited through obligation? I know, but then Teresa Teresa even realized that was the wrong thing to say. She was like, please don't chime in here. Yeah, she's like, shit it, let me talk. Like, you're not helping me here. But the fan thoughts, <laughs> this is my favorite fan thoughts. I feel bad for Ireland. <laughs> uh, yeah. I love uh, Ireland. I want to go back. Um, the next one is, why does Teresa never take accountability for anything? Oh, next one. I started out liking Danielle, and now I'm changing my mind. And Jennifer's. Oh, wait, wait, I have a question. This is in the in the rundown. Why did Danielle not fly in first class? These are my two thoughts. One, so they always give you an option, right? You can either fly by yourself in business or you can fly to and coach, right? Well, that's for if you go to watch what happens live. Well, watch what happens live. Yeah, but, but I, not on a trip. Did she bring somebody? My guess is she brought Glam. Glam. Because she you could tell Marge glammed herself. She was back to like her old hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she was, gl- she was glammed herself, but Danielle had like major glam. Like her hair oh, was really, really done. So you think she had she, the scarf. Okay. I there's no way I could do my hair like that. Uh, Maybe by the she way, can. they do not like when you bring glam. I don't like when people bring glam. I think it ruins a trip. Yeah. I think it changes the dynamic you because you I have liked? somebody else to vent to in your room. Yeah. I liked, um, 
now I'm getting confused. Was this Ultimate Girl Strip or was this in Ireland? Where they wake up in the morning and they're all just no makeup, pajamas. Yeah, that on, was hair. Girl's Trip. That, that was, was Girl's Trip. And I, I really like that. Like that just makes it more relatable. Um, was was this in my dream or did this happen on the show? Did they say that so and somebody was the nicest and somebody said it wasn't Dolores? Like Dolores to me, the nicest person on Jersey is Dolores. Are we am I accurate here? Maybe this just happened on the group chat and not in the show. Say that again. Who do you think the nicest and the biggest heart on Jersey is? In my opinion, it's oh, Dolores. Dolores, for sure. For sure. But somebody was disagreeing with us. Oh, they were saying it was Marge. Um, I would where... say Dolores. I think Marge is lovely. I think she's sweet and nice, and but she's I also think sharp. Sweet and nice. She's, she's sweet. She's she is. I mean, hilarious. To me, she's sweet and she's nice hilarious. to me as a friend. She's but Good on the show, wife. she's got zingers. And I feel like Dolores is that just overall sweet, nice, kind. I also think Melissa is too. Very, very mm, sweet on the show. No, I, I think I, I, with everything that is coming her way, I, I would be slicing bitches left and right. Uh, no, I think she just got a touch of passive aggressive spice. You think so? Touch of passive aggressive spice. I think, here's the thing. I think the fact that Dolores can still maintain that kind of relationship with an ex-husband and do all the things that she's yeah. done shows that she is able to forgive. Oh, final question before we take our break and talk about Girls Trip. Yes. What is the difference between, because I think Danielle goes, did you forgive? I, or I may have forgiven, but I'll never forget. I don't really understand. It's like one of those sayings that people say forever, like crying out loud. What does that really mean? Well, crying out loud just means crying loudly. No, it's when somebody does something stupid and you're like crying out loud. And it's like, that doesn't even fit it. Like, but you're that's laughing so hard you're crying. But I don't know. It's just one of those sayings, I forgive, but I don't forget I is what it is. Right. I forget. Yeah. Yeah. But just me, mean like if I'll you're going to remember it. Yeah. You haven't really. Forgotten. You're not forgiving. You're it. not forgetting. Whatever. You're not doing either. You're full of shit. They're crying out loud. We're crying out loud. I don't believe you. Yes. All right. Let's take a little break and we'll come back and talk about Girls Trip on our boyfriend. Let's. So much to talk about. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so we are back to talk about Girls Trip. I struggled a little watching this episode. You did? Which part? Where do we start? Well, it started with Pepsi crying behind the bar. And I felt I really sad for the peps. What one does he get any time off? Like he does all the jobs. He doesn't seem to have any like attendance. He's a great houseboy. He really is. But he just did not understand the assignment. He definitely doesn't understand housewives at all because he's like, you guys yell at each other and then everything's just fine. I'm like, yeah, that's called housewives. Yeah. But him crying. It, I the, know it was the, sad. It made me sad, um, but he was good. He's one of the like the comedic reliefs. Of, I don't know the one of the comedic parts of the show. Um, but let's kind of break it down. It starts with Portia tells Leah she is not her vibe or type of chick. Whitney said, which I thought it was kind of they were being assholes to each other collectively at the beginning, but then Whitney kind of spelled it out blatantly to Leah, like you know what they're just bitching all the time yeah like and then they showed all the time she was complaining she has been and you know what it really made me go oh god now i know why everybody's complaining about leah because i like leah i know leah and everybody's like oh my god she's insufferable she's this she's that and i'm like i kind of like her but now doing the flashbacks i'm like ah okay i get it i get it and but here's the thing i remember like not drinking on housewives and I had to hold back the amount of times I wanted to complain. Or bury your head. Like it, those yeah. hours are endless. Yeah. And yeah, like- it, It's gotta be hard, but she's so hyped up on uh, energy drinks that- <laughs> When Portia said, uh, or one of them said, I, who said it? The thing about the cigarette? When she's like, I'm not, go have one of your cigarettes. I think I'm it's not, Portia. Gonna, yeah, oh Wasn't my she? God. I mean, she was very vocal about it. Just like- you know, bye, Leah. Leah, bye. Portia, bye. Oh, Leah, bu- bye. Was that a take on like the Sutton and Diana thing? 
I don't like when you keep repeating this, when they keep repeating know, the same thing to each other. Like what? But the, and the also, flashbacks didn't do Portia any favors either. And G- Giselle, oh my God. She had to start the drama. Everything was good. Everything, like, we just needed that moment of everybody getting along. I would like to see them do some things that they were having fun together. And I felt like it was starting. And then Giselle had to just start it off. She had to um, start the drama. She had to start the drama. But before we even talk about it, I need not see any housewives wearing sunglasses at night at dinner tables. I well if Portia said that she her skin had flared up or something, but I don't understand. Maybe her eyes were swollen. So she and then Whitney as well. Whitney was taking them on and off, but then you notice later that Whitney was crying, which is reason 101 why you cannot wear dark shaded sunglasses because then we can't see your eyes and we don't know what mental breakdown you're having underneath them. True. Um but my one of my favorite confessionals was our girl Candace. Oh, I just thought of a limerick. What? Limerick? Is that what it's called? Yeah. What? There once was a girl named Teddy who was always the first to be ready. She hates when you're late and starts doggy gate. Let's get back on the show already. <laughs> Let's get her back on the show already. What do you think? I, I feel like it's pretty good. I was working. Um, on, I was literally working on that. I noticed you weren't paying attention. I can't, well, to I because I was writing trip. things down. Sorry, I was. I, I I don't like it when I'm not prepared and you already had one and I didn't. Well, I thought that's for some sure low base you bullshit. You know what? That's who I am. But this, you know, unlike this group being up Porsche's ass, you got to find your own limericks. Yeah. Oh. You know how we like to hang out with housewives because we get to know them and we can bring them on the pod. Next Saturday, I will be around six Atlanta housewives in L.A. So (sighs) if you would like to meet us out, I would appreciate it. I am not available next Saturday. And who? Fuck a duck. Next Saturday, I'm in Temecula. Oh, that sounds like fun, too. Um, Can you come? I I will be at a hotel. No, I'm going to be at a hotel. I'm doing um, what something you've already done is... Uh, celebrity family feud. oh yeah so, you're gonna be so good no i'm not yes you are because no, it's, not. no it's not it's good for people like you and me because it's not big words it's obvious things like one of the things they asked us was something along the lines of like if you're if you were mad at your husband what would you throw at him and the people that are like too literal and big picture thinkers yeah didn't know and i was like a brit Oh, I was going to say my a brush. I don't know. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I forget exactly what it was, but it's it's like obvious, second nature. Yeah, I mean, it's my biggest thing is get your husband. I'm <laughs> super excited about it. Um, I've done two of Steve Harvey's shows before. He's a lot of fun, and um, I already reached out to Sheree about hanging out. So oh, I love. I was going to see if you wanted to come hang out with us, oh. but. Okay, you'll be in Temecula. Whatever. I'll be in Temecula. All right, whatever. well, you do do the Lord's work and get them all on the pod. Okay, um, okay. Okay, so then we get to, they're all kind of, they're arguing a little bit. About the There's balls issue. dropped? Oh, oh, my God, that I was just about to say that. How Were did you? you? I, <laughs> when she sense. said that Heather's balls finally dropped, but I didn't, I didn't, I thought one ball dropped. I thought Heather could have brought it a little bit stronger. Because she yeah. was aggressive in that car ride. She was aggressive in that bus. Yeah. But, but then on the table, she just was like, 
don't know. But you know people like that. They say a lot of things behind their back or in the interview chair, but when it comes face to face, they don't say things. Now we had, um, I used to complain about that with Emily on the show. She's not like that anymore because she's been on the show long enough now. She understands, but doesn't really confront people in person, which is not an easy thing to do. But yeah. we'll do it with other people and we'll do it, you know, in the interview yeah. chair and all that. But I'm like, you you need to back your shit up. Yeah. If you're going to say it behind, you know, on camera, say it to their face. One thing that I did understand and I, I liked about Heather in this episode was she starts to say, like, listen, I'm one of those people that when you first when I first arrive, I'm a pick me like me. Mm-hmm. And Giselle starts to kind of dismiss her and say, like, well, why would you want to be like that? And she, you can see where Giselle puts her own like shell up, her guard up. And Heather goes, because I'm being vulnerable, Giselle. Yeah. And yeah. that's who I am. Yeah. And then you could actually for the first time see Giselle. It's the first time I've seen her look at like her own self and go, oh my gosh, sorry. I'm not used to vulnerability. <laughs> like yeah, that because people that is the truth. There are all different types of people. Not everybody doesn't give any fucks. It's just not, it's not reality. I have a question for you. Do you think that Candace has allowed us in the group? Somebody said, I think it maybe it was Portia that said that Candace is the loudest in the group. No, I think it was Marisol. She said she enjoys her one-on-one conversations with Candace, but when they're in a group setting, she thinks Candace is the loudest. I think Candace is one of the loudest, but I, if I, here's the only thing. I think Candace is hilarious. I think she has a beautiful singing voice, all the things I do wish at that moment, she would have been like, yeah, so. I'm just, I don't know if she's the loudest. I don't know. I don't really who who would be louder when she actually gets hmm. mad? Who's louder? She's loud when she's mad, but I think at everyday conversations, I think Portia is pretty vocal. Yes. No, I think, I mean, Portia even coming in and saying, sorry, I'm late. And they said, Alexia hasn't gotten here. And she's like, who's Alexia? Yeah. <laughs> it's a shady. But uh, Candace is claiming that um, the group is up Portia's ass. And I loved when, <laughs> when Portia said, well, there's a lot of room up my ass. <laughs> I mean, the group kind of is up Portia's ass. You Do you think t- that girls are jealous of Candace? Do you think that's why they're so hard on her? I mean, no, I no. think that the girls, um, I think there is like a little bit of a, like, these are the cool girls and Candace is who's hanging with Leah and Leah is not in vibing with the others. Yeah. And so now Candace is going to get pushed out. And hmm, one thing that keeps being talked about is Marisol saying Leah would be more fun with a drink. I would like to see what Marisol's like when she's not drinking. Right? Yeah. Well, if somebody said to me, Teddy, I'd be happier if you didn't have OCD, I'd be like, me too. Yeah, me too. Do you know how much easier my life would be without seven freaking thousand lists everywhere and having to check it 82 times and micromanage everyone? Right. It would be a lot easier. And everyone in my life would be happier. On everybody. Including my co-host. Uh-huh. Um, no, you're good. Oh, um, thank, was that a compliment to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Just tell but me you're obsessed has, with me already. I am. I am obsessed. <laughs> uh, but Heather does, we were talking about her earlier. She is kind of a little two-faced. She flip-flops back and forth. And she's kind of one of those that is, and I, I used to be guilty of this, friends with the one you're with. 
Like you yeah. just want to keep things. You don't want to fight with anybody. So you're like, oh yeah, I love you, love you. And then you go to somebody else and you're like, oh, that Teddy's real asshole. You're like, yeah. And then you're like, but I love you. <laughs> you go to this one. Like when I was younger, I was like that. But now. I'm I like, just ignore, I would prefer to just ignore the person that I don't like. I don't need to do any small. I don't need any nice talk. I'm yeah. just gonna yeah. compartmentalize the situation if I don't need to fight about it. Now, what do, what do you think about Heather and Whitney's hug? They get emotional. They they say they're sorry. They jumped in the pool with their microphones on, which is like, uh, that's an Listen, expensive thing. I but, need you to I need you to see in real time how long I can stand a hug. Hi, who are you? Two taps. Yep, done. Get back, back up. Back the fuck off. Back. Yes. I don't care if I'm, we're related. I love you. You're my best friend. I know. I'm married to you. Do not give me a long brace and hug. It I is. will make out with you. I will do anything. Just don't hug me. Don't um, hug me tight in the rain, crying on me with your nighttime sunglasses. I don't want any of it. Eddie's a long hugger. I noticed. He's a hugger. Just kidding. Uh, no, he is to everybody. <laughs> everybody comes in. He's a hugger. He's very touchy-feely. Guys, girls, whatever, cousins, uncles, hug, hug, hug. And uh, I, I'm like this. He'll hug I, me. I'm like. I don't want it. And I, I feel like I, 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 you know what else I don't like? What? I don't like the hand on my shoulder. Oh, I don't like a hand on the no. back of my arm right here. Oh, I don't me like either. That. Well, that's where my fat is. Well. So I don't. Yeah. You know, you get that fat. Or a side hug. How's it going? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, I felt like it was, you know, a little fake, that whole... It made me want to throw myself over the infinity pool. Well, here's I was like, thing. just throw me over the fucking edge. Right. So this trip was filmed three months prior, prior to BravoCon right. and six months prior to the reunion. So obviously the breakthrough recon, rec, reconciliation. Reconciliation. <laughs> reconciliation. It didn't last. It didn't last. It was, you know, it was for the moment. They probably had a few too many. They were tipsy. tipsy. Not, half of them didn't even I love you. I love on. you, Daddy. I love you so much. I'm going to um, hug. Now let's jump in the pool. I know. I'm like, they. and then Marisol making such a big deal about the microphones. I'm like, it's not that big of a deal. It's they not drive your money, them out. Marisol. And also, Marisol, we'll talk about this, but I have dropped my mic into the toilet so many times and peed on it. Uh -huh. Accident. But you can't dry them out. You have they're, they're done. Nobody ever that. got mad at me for it. Oh, so it they, get, they get mad now. So I've done that too, where you're there, it's on the back Although of your pants. They like you tape it to you and then you pee and then it falls out. Yeah. And you're like, shut Yeah, but I know. Nobody ever was like, Teddy, how dare you go pee? I know. I know. I but learned I that early on. And then so. Maybe yeah. you just have a history of jumping in the water with your mic on and I don't. I haven't in, in a long, long time, but I have made that mis mistake I, before. Please flashback to the many times that Tamara has jumped. Well, by the, the way, there was a flashback of oh the bathtub scene. I, I went into the bathroom this morning after I watched the show. And I said, Eddie, we made it on to the ultimate girls trip. He goes, which one? I looked at him. I go, the one that's airing. And he mm -hmm. goes, oh, what'd we do? And I'm like, it was our bathtub scene. Funny. I have to say it was less cringy than the um than the painting or Teresa's. It's iconic status. I didn't know. Yeah, iconic. Um, I didn't know that Teresa did a bathtub scene. I didn't either, and I didn't I need know. to see it. Well, I no, never gonna do <laughs> I a was fine scene. without ever having to relive. I actually moment. did a photo shoot at my house 
for our new Happy Place beverage uh, with Vina. So it's a THC seltzer for the non-alcoholic. And one of the, there was a whole list of things that I had to do. And one of them was get in the bathtub and be relaxing. And I said, nope, not doing it. <laughs> you got in a bathtub with me once, Tam. I know I did, but there was no water in it. And we had clothes on. So I'm like, True. no, I'm, I've had enough of bathtub scenes. I, you don't need to, I'll be laying in bed for this one. Mm. Relaxing. All right. Well, then we get through. I don't even, this to me is not even, I don't know. It's not super interesting to me, but Leah runs to her room to throw up, but then nothing comes out. I, I was listening for liquid to hit the thing. Me I too. Like, I don't hear it. Did it come out the second time? I didn't hear it. Didn't hear a splash, but I do think she's not feeling well. And I think that it, it's best that she does. You could tell she's very anxious or what, whatever's going on with her. She needed medical assistance and none of the other girls checked on her other than candace no one well because no one likes her yeah i know but it did kind of show but that candace is a good person candace is a or good is candace lonely. i mean got, candace did say she was lonely. i would even check on somebody i didn't like i would if they weren't feeling well but i think the girls are like oh my god here she goes she's getting out of another you know day did trip. you check on shannon when she got gonged in the head i took her to the hospital oh did you always take her to the hospital? Um, well, here's the thing. I she I didn't think anything was wrong with her, but I said, you know what? I will tell you that a, my ex was driving a truck. This is Ryan's father. And he went over a bump and hit his head on the top of the truck. And um, I he came home from work and I'm like, you're fine. You just hit your head. No big deal. He literally hit something and spinal fluid was leaking. Did you tell Shannon the story? I did. So I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm like, I just want to say like, you're probably fine. But my ex hit his head and it was like, we thought it was you no big deal. Like an and it was the top. You don't nightmare. hit somebody on the top of the head. So, and then spinal fluid was leaking. All of a sudden he was having severe, he was hospitalized. So, so I'm like, maybe you should go to the hospital. So we went to the hospital, but nothing was wrong. Well, then they went to the temple and mm -hmm. all the ladies picked numbers and pepsi tells giselle the number she picked means she's going to find a boyfriend or husband who is broke and then he tells portia she's going to have a problem with a lesbian problem with a lesbian is that what he said exactly exactly and then they were like we unsubscribe <laughs> we're done giselle says she's not going to be with anybody broke and then i started wanting to google um what her boyfriend's net worth is, what her ex, and then I was like, "Stop, Teddy! You oh, don't actually okay. need first to do of the all, research on it. You, you do have a sickness." Okay, first of all, you do understand when you Google somebody's net worth, mm -hmm. it's not correct. Let me see what yours says. Oh, mine says. Okay. Oh, can you ask what our net worth? Ask Alexa. Alexa, what is Tamara Judge's net worth? Tamara Judge is worth an estimated three million U.S. dollars. Her annual base salary is $325,000. i am worth $3 million, it says, and my annual salary, I'm assuming they're taking this from the show, is $350,000 a year, which is, that was my season five or, no, my season four salary that was put in my um, legal docs for when I got divorced from Simon. So to this day, you will Google it and it will say I make $350,000 a year. What does it say about me? Alexa, what is Teddy Mellencamp's salary? No, net worth. Oh, oh. Teddy Mellencamp's annual salary is over $1.5 million. $1.5 million a year you make. Alexa, what is Te Teddy Mellencamp's 
net worth. From WealthyPersons.com. As of August 2020, Teddy Mellencamp's total net worth is estimated to be around $15 million. $15 million. Yeah. I mean, what? they're so wrong. I remember back in the day, it would I, I would be the broke housewife, but then you'd have somebody that's living in a casita saying they make $3 million a year. Listen, so I, I, I like, want my new life to be off WealthyPersons.com and that to be accurate. <laughs> So you can't believe those things because they are ridiculous. Fine. Um, no want to know what's more ridiculous is uh, seeing Whitney eating mashed potatoes and KFC in the pool and falling in and saving her. Problem. I know. <laughs> oh that my was god! One of my favorite parts of the episode. How about when they're doing their confessionals as a group? Yeah. And Heather is giving zero shits. The towel's falling off of her. Boobs hanging out. Well, Leah, at this point, Leah hadn't gone to the hospital yet. And they both fully had their nipple. They were freeing the nipple. Yeah. And then, yeah. but Heather made me laugh because she said that she had um a, uh, a number two pencil erase nipple. And I got to tell you oh. that that's kind of how mine used to look before I got my boobs done. Natrell, you, you had long nipples. I have like National Geographic, and now thanks to Natrell hooking a girl up eight years ago, they did. They I had my nipples made smaller, implant, and then my little nipples are so adorable now. Yeah, I had my nipples. But um, my question here is, do we believe that Heather doesn't like a big dick? Because Portia did not. Portia said she. She I've never face. seen a big dick I didn't like. I actually have. You have? I like a certain dimension. I like certain, I, there's certain things that I, I wouldn't want. I don't need, I feel like, I don't know, even my body cavity isn't long enough for some situations and I don't want Right. I don't need, I don't anybody, need my eyes I don't need anybody out. smacking my bladder. <laughs> it's already falling out of me right now. My uterus already almost fell off. <laughs> Um, uh, do you, here's the question. Do you think Whitney was seriously considering quitting the show the same day Justin lost his job? Absolutely not. No. no. And was she, do you think she was saying that because he lost his job because of the show or because she was over the show? I think she was saying it, um, because she didn't, she put his, his happiness and his worth above her own. But then he leaned back. Cause I, at the end she was giving herself the compliment of like, I can support our family, which congratulations. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And you should, you shouldn't quit your job, but also then, it, then, then I don't know. There's too many, there's too much being brought up again because then the stripper pole comes out again. There's more sexualized stuff and Marisol doesn't let it go. She's like, or Alexia actually says at this time, she's like, what do you think her kids think of her doing this? And then th that's something that I never really had to think about because weirdly, I'm not like an over-sexualized person on yeah. television. <laughs> <laughs> weirdly, nobody's over-sexualized me. They haven't. But. No, but I, I thought that um, it was just like brave of her to even bring up the fact that he lost his job and she was there. I mean, that they're they told us that on the show, though. Yeah, I know. But to sit there and talk about it. Sometimes... But my question is, does he have a new job? I would imagine. 
But um, Portia ordered KFC for the third time in a week. <laughs> I think that one came just on the house. The producer. Oh, did was, it? Like, doing it? Oh, they nice just know that her. she like they they yeah. like it. But I'm like, that's uh, a lot. That's a lot of fried so food we for have- one week, girls. Okay, my our final questions, which are final fan thoughts, because I know we're just getting to our hour. Um, the fan thoughts are Whitney saying Leah is in a constant state of irritation. It's actually it, it's kind of spot on. State of irritation. Let me. But I'm wondering yeah. if we're gonna find out, and is next week the final episode? I think so. Do what ha- is wrong with her? Like, does she have food poisoning? Is, is she, she out? I know. I don't are know. Are we I, never going to know? Or we're like, is she just feeling know. like how Vicky felt on your season of Girls Trip? I, I don't know, but I feel like this last two episodes, she hasn't really been in it. Something's always been wrong. She's on her period. She's got diarrhea. She's fainting. Now she's getting IVs. She's in the hospital. It's like, it's it's a lot. And That's I want a lot. Yeah. But what I did like is Whitney and Candace smoking a blunt in the confessional room. I thought that was quite funny they were being very I, silly they and actually, that that led, was gone and so then those yeah. then it gave candace time to come up and show her her other side which i liked yeah and then it went from there to whitney going on the pool with her kfc and possibly a drink i can't remember and falling in and that was it and that was a wrap that's um, a wrap well, one more episode left of the ultimate girls trip um who knows when a season four is coming out there is talk that oh queens of bravo reported reported that there is talk that the next one has already been cast and it's going to be the legacy show the girls that were supposed to legacy show and they're saying who are they saying that's in it allegedly queens of bravo is reporting and they they seem to be pretty accurate yeah we don't Um, know this is not something yeah this is coming out and saying but this this is is it's a tweet right here um it says Bravo is planning on reviving Real Housewives of New York legacy, but as Real Housewives Girls Trip style show, which would include Luann, Sonia, Kelly Ben Simone, Dorinda, and Ramona. I hope Ramona's on that. Um, but where my question is, where's Jill, your bestie Jill there? Wait, wait, fuck. Hold on. My daughter just texted me. We're having a shelter in place, not a drill. Not a drill. We're being locked in class. No. What? Hold on. What? What? We're being locked in the class. The lights are off. Fuck! I gotta go. Oh, I gotta go. Bye. I gotta go. Let us know what we can do. Okay. All right. Let me know, Tam. Oh, my gosh. Um, I don't even know how to close out the episode, you guys. Uh, That's really scary. Um, Let's hope that everything is okay with Tamara's daughter and their school. And it, this is, that's so frightening that this continues to happen in our country. I'm not going to get into politics here, but let's just hope that everything is okay. And we will keep you posted as soon as we know updates um, with Tamara. Alrighty. Bye guys. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. 
Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.